Today on episode number 443 of the School of Podcasting's morning announcements, we're going to talk a little bit about Creative Common Licensing. We've got a last five and five. We've got a really cool interview with Joel Bogus of the Relaunch Show. We're going to talk about getting guests for your show, promoting your show, and really making it super simple for your audience to promote your show. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your very personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, look, we'd like to make it easy for you to understand how to podcast. So we massage your message, whatever it is you want to take to the world. We tackle the technology and we basically flatten the learning curve so that you can be on your way to pain-free podcast. And we talk about all aspects of podcasting. And I would love to hear from you. We're going to talk about that a little later. Just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. Want to mention that if you are thinking of attending and doggone it, you should wait till you hear the stuff that's going to be coming out about new media expo. Use the coupon code. That's right. Coupon code SOP 15. Just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash NMX. And uh, that will save you on your ticket. Again, that coupon is SOP15. And while we're talking about uh, getting breaks and giving things away, if you missed last week's episode, I talked about making a survey for your audience and some tips and tricks on that. If you want to be entered to potentially win a free year at the School of Podcasting, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 2015s for survey and just take a quick little survey. I've been getting a lot of great insights into what is working and what is not working for this podcast. So I'm very excited to be uh, receiving that insight. I'm very open to constant improvement. That's uh, kind of my mantra. And again, you could take that schoolofpodcasting.com slash 2015s. So thank you to all the regular listeners who have been doing that. And again, I'm going to pick a winner a free year at the School of Podcasting. Now, there is a little bit of news, and this is at play.it. Now, what is that? It's a podcasting network from CBS. Now, here in the States, CBS is a major network, and they have launched this website to spotlight all of their content that is being produced as a podcast. So what's in it for you? Eh, nothing really, except if you want to listen to the John Madden podcast where he's like, oh, look over here. and doink and dink. John Madden's this football coach guy. I didn't realize. I'm like, wow, is he still alive? And uh, so what's cool about it is it's just another one of the peanuts. And you're like, what? One, you know, we're all pushing peanuts to get, you know, our podcast a little more exposure, a little bigger audience. Okay, we'd like a lot bigger audience. And these little baby steps are getting more and more people involved in podcasting. And so now this pretty much the writing is on the wall and you hear it already. Major networks are saying, Hey, for more information, you know, check out our podcast or we talk about this on our podcast. Or if you can't, you know, if you missed anything, go check our, our podcast. So mainstream media is really embracing time shifted conversations. And so as more and more people get introduced to the concept of time-shifted content, they're going to go, oh, wait, there's other 
content here because on play.it, they have links to these podcasts in iTunes. So while they're there in iTunes, you know, iTunes has that whole, hey, click here to find out more podcasts. And I believe it also does that. There are other discovery places and other, you know, different programs and things like that. So it's just another network. Yeah, it doesn't do anything directly to you, but it is raising the awareness of podcasting. And the more people that know about it, the more people that have a better chance of finding your show. And now it's time for a last five and five. What were the last five podcasts you listened to? Hey, Dave. Uh, Tim here at WPMasterDesign.com, home of WP Weekly Review, which will be launching in the second week of January. That is my podcast. Uh, my top five and five, the Linux Action Show, a uh, really great show each week. They do... Uh, the latest Linux news, reviews, and information. If you're a Linux user, this is probably the best podcast for you to be watching or listening to as they both have audio and video formats. The second one is WordPress Plugins A to Z. Uh, again, a really great show. Uh, they sort of the inspiration for my show in a way, and each week they review some of the best uh, WordPress plugins. Uh, Floss Weekly is a show where each week they review the a single open source project, very in-depth review, speaking directly with developers and core team members of each project. Uh, Podcraft is one about how to podcast, and he does it in little series of several episodes, and each series has a very specific uh, point and discusses a very specific area of podcasting. My fifth one, of course, is the Audacity Podcast uh, with Daniel J. Lewis. Um, this is probably the first uh, podcasting-related podcast that I ever listened to, and I've listened to every single episode that Daniel's ever put out. I love it, and it's easily one of the best right alongside of yours. So um, thanks a lot, Dave, and have a great day. And Again, WP Weekly Review will be launching on January second week of January at WPMasterDesign.com. Thank you, Tim. And again, you can uh, actually double check and WP Weekly Review is in iTunes. So brand new podcast. If you're into WordPress, uh, check that out. As I record this, he's got his first kind of introductory episode up and uh, you can find that as well on iTunes. And I'll put links to all this out at our website, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 443. Hi, this is Joe Hicks from the Above Average Joe Show, www.theaboveaveragejoe.com. There's only one person I want teaching me how to podcast, the man that adds the most value, Dave Jackson of the School of Podcasting. You choose how you want to learn, and he flattens the learning curve. Keep up the great work, Dave. I'm going to make you do what I do, baby. I had a bizarre situation this week. And that is, I was listening to a friend of mine's podcast. It's Fred Castaneda. He does a podcast, Skills in Screencasts and Podcasts.com. And I was basically the featured interview. The interesting thing is, I wasn't interviewed. He'd actually pulled a clip from the Ask the Podcast Coach show. And at the end of the show, uh, Fred had said something about, well, you know, Dave's schedule is so crazy. Uh, he's not available, yada, yada, yada. Well, 
for the record, and Fred is a good friend of mine, we had a, first things first, anytime you have a quote, can, can you put really ever so slight air quotes up here? If you ever have a quote problem, and we didn't have a problem um, with somebody, always go to them first. And you're like, because in reality, that's what I didn't do with the whole Odello thing. And looking back, maybe I should have. But it's always a good thing. Isn't that what you want somebody to do to you? And so I said, hey, Fred, at the end of the show, you, you kind of hinted that I'm too busy to get a hold of. And that is not the message that I don't want out. And Fred was very gracious. He said, if you want, I'll take it out. I'm like, no, 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 not a big deal. Uh, just, you know, next time, give me a little heads up. And he was very gracious. And it's, again, not a big deal. But I thought about this. Uh, if you wanted to, what if you don't want people pulling clips from your show? Now, again, this is not me because Fred, Fred's like one of my biggest cheerleaders and he's always talking about the school of podcasting. And for that, I'm very grateful. But what if you don't want people to do that? Well, there's a thing you can publish your podcast under a creative commons license. And so there are a couple different variations of this. Um, there's one, the most restrictive one is called creative commons. Um, and the attribution is, uh, it gets kind of geeky here. Um, B Y N C N D. Now this is the most restrictive of their six main licenses. And it only allows others to download your works and share them with others as long as they credit you, but they can't change them in any way or use them commercially. So Fred would have had to play my entire Ask the Podcast Coach show to use that clip. Not really going to work. Uh, then there's BYNC. This lets others remix, tweak, and build upon your work non-commercially. And although their uh, new works must also acknowledge you and be non-commercial, they don't have to license their derivative works on the same terms. We get into some legal speak here. But, and I'm not going to go through all six I mean, there's one here, this license, it's uh, BYND. This license allows for redistribution, commercial and non-commercial, which is one of the key ingredients here. Do you want it to be only non-commercial people can do this? Meaning they can't make any money off your content. Where this one lets people do that as long as it's passed along, again, unchanged in whole with credit to you. There is one that is CCBY, and this lets others distribute, remix, tweak, and build upon your work, even commercially, as long as they credit you for the original citation. This is the most accommodating of the licenses offered, recommended for maximum uh, dissemination and use of licensed material. So if you want people to always credit your stuff, you would put this little button that says, you know, license under Creative Commons. So I'll put a link to this, or if you just go to creativecommons.org, you can read up about this. And so it may be something, depending on what your material is, and you want to kind of have a legal arm to stand on. Now, I am of a nature of feel free to mention me wherever you want, whenever you want, wherever you want. Uh, to me, I am all about uh, point people my way, and I will uh, take it from there. So, but I just thought I would mention that if you ever are worried about people using your content, you can maybe look under creating your stuff under a Creative Commons license. At the end of last year, we did our annual My Favorite Podcast Is episode, and you can find that over at schoolofpodcasting.com 2014 favorites. And one of the things that is, again, slowly 
making its way up the charts in terms of, hey, this really makes good content, is stories. This is nothing new. We kind of knew that. And today I'm interviewing Joel Bagas of the Relaunch Show. You can find him at relaunchshow.com. He's also the author of the book, Finding Your Voice, Sort Through the Clutter, Discover Clarity, Confidence, and Direction. We're going to talk about that today on the show. And so we get into, you know, how to get guests and how to promote your show. But we also get into a little bit of the the cerebral aspects of podcasting. And uh, I definitely have added this book to my Kindle. And uh, Joel is a great guy. I was on his show a couple weeks ago. We uh, I played a clip on that on this show. And he and his wife, Pay, do a great show, again, that have great stories. So without further ado, here is my interview with Joel. All right, so joining me today is the one, the only, Joel Bogus. You got to check this guy out. Check, listen to this. You've had so many job titles. It's interesting but you always end up doing the same thing. It doesn't matter if you're a martial arts instructor or a swimming coach or a fitness trainer, you're a corporate employee, you always end up doing the same thing, uh, which is, of course, helping people believe in their inner strength and you call it believe in themselves again. Mm -hmm. Now, along the way, you've gone and and got a master's degree in counseling. You can find Joel over at uh, relaunchshow.com. I love this. By May 2017, after three years of relaunch, Joel's goal is to have helped 200,000 people or, or listeners in this case, learn to believe in themselves again. So Joel, thank you so much for coming on the show. This is going to be a blast. <laughs> the finding your voice show is different than the relaunch show. Yes, it is. All right. Well, what's, what's the difference? Okay. Yeah. That, that is a great question. And thank you for, for giving me the opportunity to talk about it. You know, it's funny. Uh, you, you mentioned about my checkered career history and, Let's just say I have an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets. <laughs> I have a hairnet. Yeah, I have a hairnet in my history. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. So, you know, um, we, we did Finding Your Voice, and that, that was a, a great starter show. And it really gave me even more uh, practice about being behind the mic and learning the art and the science of, you know, how to, how to be entertaining uh, for your guests and, and also infor, informational and also inspirational. It, it gave me some, some great uh, foundational skills that I needed. Then we moved on and we actually did two more shows kind of as uh, us in the minor leagues, if you will. And then once we, once we realized that, okay, it's go time. It, it's really time to, uh, to do a show unlike any other show on the market. Uh, available at that time, which is what we did. We did a husband and wife show where we interview and pick the brains of some of today's hottest and most in-demand personal development experts, uh, thought leaders, uh, New York Times bestselling authors. And we we don't just interview them because there's a lot of shows that do that, right? But it's really interviewing them, uncovering the secrets that they use in their own transformation, in their own relaunch, and then also kind of distilling some of their greatest uh, success secrets and what what took them to where, where they are today. Yeah, some great stories as I listen to your show. That's one of the beauties of it is you are, you know, by design, it's based around a story of somebody going from point A to point B and all the lessons yes. that they've learned to 
along the way. And, and you mentioned you've had some really great guests. What's your secret? How do you go about getting these guests? Okay, that's a great, great question. Okay, you're going to need a pen and paper All right. to, uh, to, uh, <laughs> to, to wrap your head around this answer. You, you ready to do it? Yeah. Okay. Very simple. Y- you have to ask. <laughs> A-S-K. Got it. All right. Okay. There you go. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's what you have to do. Now, now, some people require more than one ask. Ah. Okay. But, but you got to be diligent and you got to be persistent in, in the, the, the way you do it. I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I, I don't know if you are a frequent reader of, of Success Magazine, but, but you probably know the name Darren Hardy, if, if I were to mention that in conversation. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. I pursued that guy for a year before he said yes. Okay. But, so, he said, but he said yes. So he said his first one was, no, thank you. How do you come back and, and how frequently do you ask him and how do you do it without feeling like a pest? Okay, I asked him every day. <laughs> but that's me. That's me. And here, here's what I did. Uh, honestly... A day, I, I didn't ask him every day, but I made myself known every day. And I tweeted him every single day, 365 days out of the year. And eventually, um, you know, he, he tweeted me back a few times, but eventually I got a tweet that came back and he said, okay, email Maggie, which is his, his, um, his right-hand person, and, and we'll get it set up. And incidentally, it happened right at the time when a compound effect uh, was just about to be released. So, so it was, it was perfect timing on, on many, many levels. And now entrepreneur roller coaster is getting ready to, to be released in early uh, 2015. And since I already have that inroad, you know, with Darren, it, it's, it's, we're looking forward to having him back on, back on the show. That does help when they have something to promote. I have found that, uh, people will be more than likely to, uh, to come on your show. And, uh, but you do have to ask, that's the <laughs> the key ingredient there. Well, one of the things that, that brought you to my attention is it was one of the Facebook groups on, on podcasting is you had, uh, I think you'd posted a graph of your stats and they were going in the, a very positive direction. And Up and to the right. That's all I require. <laughs> Up and to the right. That's right. And I was like, Hey, how you doing that? And, uh, so what are you doing to promote your show? Okay, very good. Uh, again, pen and paper, please. Okay. Okay, here we go. One word, consistency. Mm. Consistency. And, and that's actually, there's several levels to that. You, you got to be consistent in the, the way you, you produce and get content out. Be consistent. I, I just had a conversation with, with a lady right before um, our our, our show. Mm-hmm. And, and she asked me, she said, Joel, do you have to do a, a daily show to be successful with podcasting? And at the, at the time when we're recording this, I, d- I do a six day a week show. By the time you air it, uh, I'll probably be doing a daily seven day a week show. But at this time we're doing six days a week and that, that is our schedule. And that's what we're committed to. Okay. Consistency. We're, we're consistent with a six day a week show. But I told her, and her name was Pat. I said, Pat, how often would you do your show? And she said, well, I'd, I'd do it once a week. And my advice to her was, then do it. Do it Do it once a week. You know, be willing to suck at it until 
you get better and, and just move forward. Be consistent with the schedule that you promise your listeners that you're going to, um, that you're going to do. If you promise them uh, a weekly show, then train your listener to receive your content once a week. We promised our listeners at the get go that we would, we would do five days a week. And consistently, that's what we did for months and months and months. Then we promised our listeners, you know, we were going to raise our own ante and do six days a week, which was what we've done from, for, you know, uh, probably four months or so. Now, was, was that based on audience input that they said, can we have one more day or? Sure, that's a great question. That, that is actually part of uh, the fulfillment of my vision. Ah, okay. And, and pretty soon we're going to be able to promise them seven days a week and then, then we'll stay consistent there. Consistency to content creation and distribution, but also consistency in your message. Yeah. And in, in your, your format. Some people call it a, call it a flow. That's to me, you're, you're right on track because I, I think um, there's a, a podcaster named Joe Rogan and there's a, I forget the guy that does Dan something does a, a history show and they don't come out very often, but when they do like Joe Rogan's podcasts are like three hours long. And when they do come out again, it goes back to that consistency factor. It's always an interesting discussion. He's, he's a really interesting guy. He's kind of all over the place, which is kind of weird. He's consistently all over the place, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. And well, uh, it, it works for him. Yeah. And so, so you, so you want to figure out what works for you and then be consistent with that. Yeah. One of the things that I've learned is no one likes surprises unless it's their birthday. <laughs> and, and, and your, your listeners absolutely is the same. Listen. So they listen to you because they like the content. But if you, if you throw a curve at them, well, they might give you the benefit of the doubt, maybe one show, two show. But if, if you keep throwing curves, you stand to, you stand to lose, lose ground. Uh, well, speaking of curveballs, I definitely, one of the things I definitely wanted to, to kind of ask you about is when I was at your, your website, relaunchshow.com, and I was looking at all the different, you've been interviewed a ton. You've been on morning news shows, you've been on other podcasts, you've been on the radio show. And so you, you've done a lot in terms of getting guests, but you've also been a guest a ton. And right. I just thought I would pick your brain. What are some of the things that as a guest, you just go, ugh. You know, that you just like, oh, I wish these people would, I wish every podcaster would blank when they interview me. Okay. I got a perfect example. All right. Okay. I, um, you know, I, you, you've mentioned my, my Amazon bestseller earlier in the show. Thank you for that. Finding, finding your voice. We, we had a blast with, with that book and launch and we ended up hitting number one on Amazon in all three categories, same day, same hour. And that was a, a, a big feat of, for me. So I was real excited uh, when, when that happened. And in, in that series of the book launch, I had, a, I had many, many podcasts that, that I was on. And one of the ladies that, that interviewed me, I, I kind of shared my, my background story. And, and, and I want to tell, tell the whole story now. But, you know, back, back when I was a little kid, you know, when I was uh, five years old, I found myself on the, on the top of a, of a bridge, a 30 foot bridge and uh, with a train bearing down on me. And I don't know if I fell or was hit or a combination of both, but I ended up 
at the bottom of this rocky ravine uh, in, in a pool of my own blood, um, rendered comatose. Wow. And uh, had had my uh, near-death experience. I had lost so much blood, uh, Dave, that when the emergency crews showed up in the middle of the Texas Hill Country, 40 years ago, before GPS, wow. uh, they couldn't even start an IV on me because all my blood vessels had collapsed. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I, I was explaining this story to this host. And then as soon as I gave it a pause, like I just did for you, mm-hmm. she said, oh, that's great. And then she moved into her next question. <laughs> nice. So uh, needless to say, I, I wasn't interested in, in, in going back on her show. Well, I have a question about that because I, I I'd heard that story looking back at it. I mean, you should have been dead. Most people don't survive a 30 foot fall, especially Correct. when you're that little. How do you think that affected your outlook growing up? Okay. That's a great question. And I wasn't supposed to, the doctors told my dad, I would never come out of my coma. Uh, that was 40 years ago. Uh, next month will be the 41st anniversary of, of that, uh, February. And, uh, how did it affect uh, my outlook? You know, I think it made me stronger on multiple levels, spiritually, um, as well as uh, I want to say physically, but but it's not like I'm I'm a I'm a bodybuilder, but having the stamina, I should say, because uh, in in my recovery, and it lasted a long time, David, uh, long for me, anyways. Uh, I, I had to do, I had to try twice as hard as, as most people. Cause by the time I came out of my coma, I was six. When I fell, I was five. When I came out, I was six. And, um, I had to relearn a bunch of stuff, you know, like how to walk Jeez. for instance. Yeah. So what that instilled in me was, was a work ethic that will pursue a guy like Darren Hardy for a year. Hmm. Right. You don't give up because you've just got, you've, you know, unfortunately you kind of had the deck stacked a, a little bit against you. Sure. You know, everybody else is on to first grade. Oh, hold on. I got, I got to go back and figure out how to walk. And, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Did, did you ever feel, you know, that like, okay, well I didn't die. There must be a purpose then. Like, why am I still here? No question about it. And, you know, I, I outlined that in, in the finding your voice, but I strongly believe that everyone has a, a calling, a purpose, what I like to call a voice, mm-hmm. an, an inner voice. And that's, that's what the Finding Your Voice book is. It, it's a collection of some of our best tools and our, our best processes for helping people connect with their voice. And I, I believe that it, everyone has a hunger to connect with that. Some people stronger than others, but I, I think that everybody has a hunger at some level to, to connect with that. And that's why I wrote the book. And, uh, you know, I, I help a lot of people connect with that inner voice. And yeah, it's interesting, Dave, thanks for uh, giving me that opportunity to talk about it. When, when I decided to write the Finding Your Voice book, I actually looked up the word voice in the dictionary to see what it meant. And one of the definitions gives a beautiful illustration of the, the message 
that I wanted to share and the message that was coming out of me. And Webster says that voice is to give full expression to. And, mm. and when I, when I talk to people and I talk about finding your voice, I talk about, you know, let's, let's figure out how we can give full expression to you. And gosh, a lot of people get that. And not only do they get that, but they're, they're hungry to experience that for themselves. Full expression. And I think when we get stuck into these positions and jobs that aren't allowing us to be however our natural state is, that's where you get frustration and depression and, and all those other states that, that kind of sink into ourselves. When, when you talk about you want to help people learn to believe themselves again, what do you think is the main thing that's stopping them from believing themselves? Sure. Great, great question. And the answer is because of the beliefs and the rules that have been stacked upon them by, you know, parents, uh, well-intentioned parents, by community leaders, by teachers, by people, people that they look up to. Right. And, and it's, it's not for the most part, it wasn't people trying to do something intentionally wrong to them. It was just, you know, they were basing their teaching or what they were saying based on what, what they knew. Well, you mentioned in the book, um, there's an equation that you have C plus C equals D. If you could expand on that just a smidge. You bet. Uh, Happy to. Uh, C plus C equals D is uh, quite simply clarity plus confidence equals direction. And and here's what I mean by that. Um, Once we get clarity on who you really are and some of your best features and your enduring qualities, once we get clarity on that, that builds up the confidence in you. Because once you learn how to embrace your best features, your enduring qualities, I show people how to do that. Once they learn how to do that, then their confidence builds up. And when clarity mixes together with confidence, it equals direction every single time. Yeah, because now you know who you are. You know what you want to do. It's just a matter then of starting to take steps in the right direction. You bet. And you know what? Once we we uncover uh, some of those things, taking steps is easy. Now, what do you say to the person that was taught you should always be humble. And when they hear the word confidence, they they think that maybe like, what's the difference between confidence and cocky? Sure. Boy, that is a great question. You know, confidence more than anything, it's, it's the inner confidence that you carry Mm. and people can see that they can see that in you. Let me say that again. They can, they can see that coming out of you. You know, now cockiness I think that that's the antithesis of being confident. I think people are cocky because they're covering up that maybe they're not confident. Yeah, they're, it's, they're uh, I don't know, they're, they're trying to fake it, for lack of a better phrase. Or- I, I, I don't really know uh, off the top of my head, but um, it, it's, you know, yeah. probably no, no place for it. Well, uh, along the ways have you been... Uh, you've been playing with, with podcasting here and growing your audience. And, and we were joking earlier, you know, the good news is the numbers go around, they go up and they're going to the right. 
Are there any things that you used to do that you don't do that, you know, maybe strategies that you've tried that went, eh, not going to do that anymore? Sure. Uh, one of the things, well, l- let me kind of reframe your question and mm-hmm. let me talk about what's working. Okay. Is that okay. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Fantastic. Engagement. Our word for the year, for the year is engagement. And we, we are, um, we are engaging with people on Twitter and we are engaging with people on, on Facebook as, as absolute best as we can, because we believe, and this is just us, that, that people are hungry for uh, connection, mm-hmm. real connection. S- social media is great, but people want to, they want to do business and uh, connect with real people with, with like real struggles. So that's, that's, what we've decided to just kind of base our business on or our strategy rather is let's engage. Let's gather people, you know, like, like-minded people. One of the things that I did, and I, I, I encourage you to do this if you haven't done this already. And I definitely encourage your, your listeners at whatever level in, in the podcast, podcasting world they're in is to create, create a fan club mm-hmm. for your podcast. And, you know, the people that you connect with, invite them to your fan club. And, uh, you know, that, that's what I do. I invite people to, to my fan club and I make it exclusive, private, and by invitation only. That's it. And that way, when you include them, they already feel special. Yes. And it's, uh, it goes back to that, you know, information you can't get in other places is one of the reasons why, you know, people listen to podcasts, but it's also... Uh, a great um, fertilizer. I don't know if that's the right word of relationships. Yeah. Well, sure. And that, you know, when I'm, when I'm on uh, Twitter and I, and I see somebody that has retweeted me, um, it's pretty clear that they're a fan of the show or that they've listened to it before, or they're at least aware of kind of what's going on. Um, I have a, a tweet, a ready written tweet that I copy paste and I'll, I'll tweet it to that person. And I'll ask him, uh, I'll say, if you're a fan of the show, that's what I say. If you're a fan of the show, you know, please, uh, we'd be delighted if you'd come visit, et cetera, et cetera. Very cool. And then, and and they can decide that for themselves, but, but you know what, that, that group, that private, uh, fan club, relaunch fan club growing like gangbusters. Well, that's because it's exclusive. Yeah, Absolutely. And one of the things that you do very well when I was on your show is you make it very easy to publicize your show. You make sure that when you do have a guest that, you know, as soon as our show went live, you know, here's the tweet, here's, here's the link. It was like, I didn't have to do a thing. It was just a matter of click here to do this, click here to do that. And uh, I thought that was a great strategy that uh, I don't always follow. And I don't think a lot of people do. It's always like, oh yeah, I'll do that as soon as the show comes out. And then as soon as the show comes out, you're on to the next show and you're not, harvesting that, uh, you know, you've got that interview there. You might as well mm-hmm. get that person's audience. And I was, I thought that was very cool that you just had it. It was obviously, it was, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you're organized, you have a plan, you have, uh, it goes back to the, that clarity. And, uh, I thought it was a very cool strategy that the, the minute it went live, I didn't have to think twice about what to do to promote it. It was like, here, if you want to promote it, here's the four different ways you can do it. Exactly. Well, you got to make things third grade simple mm-hmm. for people. And people, for the most part, they, they want to help, Dave. Uh, the, the thing is, a lot of people don't know how to help. Mm. 
and they're not going to ask. And we figured that out uh, early on. So when we put together the launch team for, for relaunch, we knew that, okay, most people are not going to know how to help. They'll say they will, but they, they won't know how. Because I, iTunes is still a foreign concept to a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we did all the thinking for them. And uh, we, you know, thank God for this. Uh, relaunch uh, killed it at its launch. And we hit our first number one within, I think it was about a week, maybe a week and a half from, from the launch date. And, and then we hit number one repeatedly for the uh, entire time that we were in, in the new and noteworthy uh, category, um, multiple number ones, sometimes number one at the same time in, in different categories. It was very cool. But um, that comes because we put together a, a solid plan. Yeah, it, it's definitely a good show uh, for sure. But there's a lot of good shows out there. But what, what our show had that a lot of shows forget to do accidentally, is we, we had a rock solid plan. And, and what I tell my, my ninja podcasters, and you probably tell your students the same thing too, is don't release your show by accident and then try to, try to fight an uphill battle and build in a plan and a system so you can get ratings, so you can get reviews, and so you can get subscribers. Because those are the three ingredients in the secret sauce that are going to take you far yeah. in, in, in iTunes. And, you know, no one knows exactly what the algorithm is, but we do know that there's an algorithm. <laughs> and, and we do know that those three things are, are feeders. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as we start to wrap things up here, you, you mentioned them and I was going to ask you about this because you, you do have a, uh, this is a public group. Tell us a little bit about the Ninja Podcaster group on uh, Google+. Sure. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Ninja podcaster is, is just a, a place where we, we have all of our um, podcast launch uh, tools uh, posted. Just, just search it Ninja podcaster and that's on G plus and that, that's a public group and you can, you can jump in there and you can download uh, a variety of, of some of our, our relaunch tools. Yeah. I'll definitely put links to that out in the, the show notes and, uh, as we kind of head towards the door, anything exciting that you have planned for, uh, for 2015? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're, we're putting together uh, four books in, in the course of a year, about one per quarter. And um, we're, we're going to use those books uh, to, to drive our show. And our show is driving those books. And, and let, me, let me explain to you what those mean. Um, the, obviously, they'll be themed-based books. And what we'll do is we'll um, have a lot of our shows, uh, you know, probably five to seven per book transcribed. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's magical content creation right there. And then uh, we'll be able to write some supplemental notes, kind of, kind of linking them all together. We'll do four of them uh, this year on, on different different topics. And we're really excited about that. It, it's, it's another way to, that you can repurpose your content. Well, the, the website again is relaunchshow.com. The book is uh, finding your voice. You can get that at amazon.com. Any other websites we should be plugging? Uh, you know, relaunchshow.com. That is the place to go. Uh, you, you can go to, I have some book websites, but it's all accessible right there awesome. on the relaunchshow.com. And also all of our uh, tools there, 
if um, you're not savvy on Google Plus, and we've learned that a, a lot of people have not yet explored that, well, that's okay if you're not, because you can get all of those tools also on uh, relaunchshow.com on, on the main website. Awesome. Well, Joe, thank you very much, my man. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a pleasure. It's been uh, a lot of fun. And as I said at the beginning of the show, everything we talk about, we will be linking to here, including Joel's website, relaunchshow.com, as well as his ninja and everything else that he mentioned. Just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 443, and I will direct you to where you need to go. Want to thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, if you're going to be planning on attending the New Media Expo, it's best to sign up right now. Get your hotel, get it going, get it in the books, and plan on having a phenomenal time. Just use the coupon code SOP15 when you sign up. That'll save you on your ticket. Speaking of coupons, if you'd like to uh, join the School of Podcasting, use the coupon code LISTENER, L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and that will save you off your first month. Come for the education. Stay for the community. That's over there at schoolofpodcasting.com. And let me remind you that there, there are two reasons. I'm going to change my ending here. I'm, I'm calling an audible. I was watching a uh, Jim Carrey commencement speech today. And, it, you know, you don't think of Jim Carrey as being kind of heady. And we're kind of heady today. We're, we're, we're getting a little cerebral today. And he said, we kind of act out of two emotions. One is fear and the other one is love. And I think a lot of us don't podcast because we're afraid we're going to look stupid or we're afraid of the technology or, you know, and, and here's a guy like Joel whose main purpose is he wants to help people. Joel is acting out of love. And I hope that you find this podcast and I hope you find me and, and know that I'm here to help you overcome the fear. It, it, you'll be surprised. It's always fun when I have somebody who tells me, ah, I'm not a tech person. And when they see themselves on iTunes and they're like, man, you, I, I told you I, I couldn't do this. I kept telling you I couldn't do this. And Dave, you kept telling me, yes, I could. And I did. And I can't believe it. So overcome those fears. Again, let me help you flatten that learning curve and get you on the road to pain-free podcasting. Use the coupon code LISTENER when you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again with a new episode next week. Take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. Hey, I forgot to mention this because I didn't put it in my notes. I'm just going to tack it on right here. Want to let you know there is no waiting. If you're looking to get an objective viewpoint on your podcast, there is no line at the podcast review show. If you're interested in getting that objective viewpoint, check it out at podcastreviewshow.com.